is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Um, much like uh, me disappointing my father in real life, uh, I am a disappointment to my father in Hades. <laughs> and uh, he beat the shit out of me uh, because of it. Much like in real life. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and uh, and Terrence is here as well. I am. I am um, recording from prison. Apparently, <laughs> got locked up. Oh, I, I see you. This, I, I see you. This is in reference to now. I get. I get it. I don't, are you sure? Do about you? That? Do you? Do I? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do. Wait, I'm going to give you. A, I'm going to give you a great clue. I'm going to give you a great clue when we get to it. Okay, fair enough. Well, we'll, we'll stow that for now. Um, you've heard us talk about Hades for the past two weeks. Uh, I don't have much to say about it this week, except that I'm almost almost cleared the cleared it with every weapon. Terrence got to watch me play the other day. Yeah, it looks fun. It's very fun. It's very fun. Um, but I have also been playing another game that released last week, and I can't decide if it's good or not. And I'm still not sure whether or not it's actually good. That game is Super Mario Brothers 35, uh, which released on the Nintendo Switch for free. Now, Johnny was quick to chastise me online when I stated in the Densepixels group, densepixels.com slash fans, that I wasn't sure if SMB 35 was good. And he said, well, it doesn't matter because it's free. And I've always pushed back on that because just because the game is free doesn't mean it doesn't have a certain standard quality because your time is arguably your most valuable commodity that you have to give a game. You can't get that back. You can always earn more money, but you exactly. only have a fixed amount exactly. of time. I mean, would have, if, if Shigeru Miyamoto would have kicked you in the balls and not charge you, <laughs> it would still be a kick in the balls. That's correct. So Super Mario 35 both works exactly how we thought it would work and also not at all how we thought it would work. So in Super Mario 35, you're playing Mario Brothers. You're going through, you're doing all the Mario stuff, you're collecting your coins, you're stomping on your Goombas, you're picking up your stars and your power-ups and everything all like that. But the caveat to this game is you are playing alongside 34 other players in a Battle Royale style format, except this game isn't really a Battle Royale. It is last man standing. To win, you have to be the last person playing uh, the last person to have not died, and you only get one life. But it's not really a battle royale at all. Um, I'm I'm very glad you said that because yeah. I played this three times, mm -hmm. and I didn't know what was going on. Right. So what happens is, much like in Tetris 99, which is the closest comparison to this game, you can target other players that are playing. And as you kill enemies... Um, those enemies will will go to that other player's screen to become enemies that they now have to encounter. And at first, that's not that bad. It's an extra Goomba or two here or there. It's an extra Koopa Trooper here or there. But at, but like when you kill Bowser, Bowser will show up in a random stage in in somebody else's like gameplay. When you kill like a blooper, a blooper will start flying around. You know, World One One as you're <laughs> as, as you're going around. So like you can really start to to fuck people up. Um, and the coins aren't really useful except that when you collect 20 of them, it gives you a spin on this item box, which is a very – it's like a Mario Kart-esque item box that has a random power-up inside of it. It might be a superstar. It might be a fire flower. might be a pal block that will kill every enemy that sits on the screen. Uh, the, the roulette wheel is a good way to make sure – uh, that it, when you become small Mario that you can hopefully get a fire flower or something like that to get big again real quick. Because let me tell you, the key to victory in this game is to know where all the superstars are and have a fire flower equipped at all times. Because that is the only way that you are going to make any decent amount of progress uh, as you go through the game. Uh, there's also a time a timer that runs in the corner. Um, if you run out of time, you die. The way you get more time is by killing enemies and clearing stages. Every enemy you kill adds seconds uh, to your clock. It gets to a point, though, once you've played for a while, that time becomes a non-factor because there's enough enemies in front of you that you're just going to stomp through them, especially if you have um, a Fire Flower equipped. So it's interesting. It definitely changes how you play Mario Brothers 
for sure. It, and it definitely makes this very old game feel different than it ever has before. Because now I don't play to collect all the coins or just to make it to the end of the goal. I want to kill every enemy that comes across my path. Like when 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 opponents are sending enemies to me, I'm relishing it because there's a superstar right around the corner. And I'm just going to fucking truck through like 30, 30 enemies and send them all to somebody else. That part's pretty cool. Um, the way the stages go, though, is in a random order. And it's not like you play sequentially through the game. It just, you just kind of end up in whatever, like, I can't figure out the rhyme or reason. Like, you'll go from 1-1 one, one, to 1-2, one, back to 1-1, one, one, to 1-4, one, to 1-2, to 2-1. To, like, it, it's completely fucking crazy how it kind of flips. And I swear to God, I played 1-1 one, one, and 1-2 one, easily, like, 80% of the stages that I've played so far have been one of those two levels. And they keep cycling you back around to it. And all the stages are in the game, but they they start locked. Like, you have to clear them in order to be able to access them. But I can't, can't figure out how to get to them in the first place. It's it's very strange how it works. Um, can, you start from, can you start from one, two? Well, that, that, so that's the thing. At the beginning of a match, everyone votes on which stage they want to start in. And much like in Mario Kart, which whoever gets the most votes will get, you know, th that stage will win. But in... Every match but one I've played in, I've always started in 1-1 because everyone usually just picks 1-1 one, one yeah. and fucking calls it a day. Um, the reason that I don't really consider this a battle royale is because in Tetris, especially when you get down to like the last 10 people, you very much feel the weight of your opponents on you like because everything that they're doing is affecting what's going on in your game. And in Mario 35 – you're never really playing against anybody else. Like, yeah, they're throwing shit onto your screen, but you're still playing against the game. Like, like, like your, your only objective is to stay alive. And if you have the gumption to do it, you will. You're not actively punishing somebody else. You're just giving them more obstacles to overcome. That's it. Usually when I die, it's because I fall into a pit. It's not because of somebody's enemy that, 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 that you know, got sent to my board um, to, to mess me up. Maybe if it's like a Hammer Brother or something, that'll fuck me up. But other than that, um, not so much. So I can't decide if it's good or not because when you are on a long run, and I've won once and I finished like top three a couple times, you're playing Super Mario Brothers for like, you know, 15 minutes in a row. And you're playing stages 1-1 one, one, and 1-2 one, a lot. And it's just, and it's just like... I don't know if this is actually fun. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not like really enjoying myself, but at the same time, it's still fun to experience super Mario brothers in a different way than we've ever been able to experience before. I guess the way I can sum it up is I'm, I understand now why Nintendo is only releasing this for six months because I don't really know where else you go in this collection. I don't know what updates you can put out to this game. That's going to make it, that's going to give it legs. That's going to give it long-term longevity. I think it's fun for a lark. And when it disappears, I don't think any of us are going to care. So Damn. that's my that's my that's my review of Super Mario Brothers thirty five. It's fine. I, I and I still can't decide if it's actually fun. It's fun for a, for a brief trip of nostalgia. I don't it's think fun. I'm going to be playing it two weeks from now. It's fun, and then you just don't care. I'm going to stream it. We'll see how long I last before I want to go back to Hades. When when I when I start streaming it, so. So oh, yeah, uh, Terrence, you've been playing Until You Fall. Yes, uh, Until You Fall is a VR game. Um, I've, been, I've been getting a lot of use out of that thing. I paid for it, and I'm going to use it, goddammit. Um, <laughs> this is a, it's, it's a VR roguelike. Mm -hmm. um, you play like a swordsman, and you got to go through from level to level, try to get as far as you can. You will die, of course. It's called Until You Fall. Um, but as you progress, you get ether to level up your weapons, and you get further and further into it. Uh, the catch is that it's in VR. It's fun. It's fun. Um, it's the the combat is weird. Well, not weird, but like when you fight someone, mm -hmm. um, they have their health bar, and then they have like a block, like a an, uh, shield bar. Or you got to break down the shield bar. And once you break that, you have an opportunity to hit them with critical strikes, and the critical strikes show up on the on the on the um the character as like slashes, whether it be uh, diagonal, left, right, up, down, and when you hit those, it does more damage. Um, and then when you have to block, they show like block indicators on the screen that you have to match up with the sword in your hand or you'll take damage. 
Um, so that's how they keep it kind of fresh. It's hard. Mm. Like, it's really hard. And then it's a fucking workout because you're like ducking and dodging uh, sword strikes and swinging your arms around like an idiot. Um, it's a fun game. It's very fun. And I also picked up uh, Star Wars Squadron. <laughs> and the only reason why I did that is because of VR. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked it up. I, I, so uh, in, in all honesty, I've heard it's good and I've heard it's even gooder with, with <laughs> VR. Yes, it is. Like, it's fucking like, I don't know why you pick it up outside of it. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't like I've played it. For, I've played it both ways on just on flat screen and then with a VR headset. If you don't have if you don't have a VR headset, don't bother. <laughs> that's that's my that's like that's my stuff. It's really fun, like to no. be in the cockpit of a Tie Fighter, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't, I don't know. Star Wars. X wing. Uh, yeah, and the X wings. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's it's awesome because like when you're tr- when you're chasing someone in a dogfight, you, you can move your head around and you can see which way they're going. You can look up and down, and it, and it's fucking dope. Now you can't use the move controls because those things are trash, um, and they won't, it just won't let you. you. There'd be no way in hell you could use those because there's no analog sticks on those. So you got to use the the the, uh, the regular um, DualShock. Um, but it's fun if you have VR. Um, don't know. When, if that's, I don't know if that's the endorsement that EA wants to hear for. for probably Star Wars not. But okay, I don't like EA, but this game is very fun. <laughs> it's very fun if you have VR. Yeah, um, it is when you're doing a Death Star run. Do you have to take the VR headset off and use the Force <laughs> in order to finish? I don't know what that means. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I, don't, I don't know a lot about Star Wars. Mike, he doesn't take the headset off. He he switches off his targeting computer. Yeah, he switches off his target computer. Yeah, he's still he's still in the cockpit. It's not like he ejects from the cockpit and throws a grenade into the fucking exhaust port. See, if he was his sister, he could. Her one of the other movies where she was just like, I'm a Jedi, bitch, and then just flies through space. But that's neither here nor there. Wow. I thought you were gonna talk about um your uh your 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 assassin dubstep game. He oh, talked he talked about that two weeks ago. Oh, but I just posted a video just to kind of show what ah. yeah. uh that game is very fun. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, it I mean, sounds great. <laughs> And that's another game where, like, I like I put in the, in the caption, like I fucking exhaled at the end because I was like, that's another one. Like you're dodging bullets and you're trying to keep up. You're trying to shoot on beat. You don't have to because some of those levels, if you're doing it on hard, you just want to take out the enemies mm-hmm. and not worry about a fucking beat. Um, but yeah, when you do it on beat, that's where you get your score from, your, your high score, which I am not any. We're close to the top. <laughs> those niggas are crazy. I don't. I don't. And then they they have an option to do dead eye, where you have to like legitimately aim at the targets. Oh, like it actually does like like aim tracking as far as where you yeah. hit them. And I'm like, I tried it. I couldn't hit anything. I'm like, it's not me. The the PSVR has trash tracking. Because I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, I'm like holding my fucking VR uh, controller like a gun. <laughs> like, with my like trying to look down the scope shooting at something and the, the bullet is still just missing i'm like no but it gives you 25 plus uh, plus 25 percent extra score but i can't hit anything i'm like how the fuck are these people doing that i don't get it there must you, be something you got you gotta you gotta get the um the it's called the 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 ps aim which is that like fucking rifle controller if it's aim compatible oh no that's the thing interesting because you can do you can you can do guns akimbo in that game too. Um, oh, okay, but um, yeah, it's hard. It's really fun. But like, if you have VR, it's a very fun game. Uh, they released three new tracks this week, uh, and all the DLC is going to be free on that. So that's pretty much it. Very good. But uh, yeah, uh, Star Wars Squadron is very fun in VR. Weirdly, and it's multiplayer. Weirdly, this is going to be. There's a lot of EA news this week. A lot of, a lot of things circling around EA. Uh, for example. PlayStation Plus announced their games for October. Uh, yeah, I saw those, and I already have one. Right. Two, well, two, now. two very, two very scary games for very different reasons. Uh, the first one <laughs> is Vampire. Uh, that's, a, you, that's a very good game, though. Vampire is a great. game. That's what I hear. Uh, yeah. Narrative, narrative role playing game. 
yeah, uh, where he uh, plays a uh, plays a vampire doctor. Uh, no yeah. confirmation whether or not his name is Doctor Acula, which would be uh, which would be pretty good. So shut up. It's a scrub from Scrubs. <laughs> from Scrubs. I don't know. I fine, don't fine TV program from the from the aughts. I heard it was very funny. Yes. Uh, and the no, other, but that's a very that's <laughs> a under it's a like a hidden gem game. It's very good. Yes. Um, I'm assuming the second game is not so much. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call this <laughs> hidden or a gem, but it is quite <laughs> scary. Uh, Need for Speed Payback is available for free. A very interesting game choices for the month. Yeah, um, more 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 relevant and better Need for Speed news coming later in the show. Um, speaking of EA, Apex Legends gets crossplay as of uh, as you're listening to this today. Oh, so that's what the that was for. Yes. I got the the. Um, update today i didn't know what it was for yeah it is it, is so it was fucking seven gigs yeah cross play is <laughs> not gonna install itself terrence uh fifa 21 comes out on ps4 xbox one and pc i think the uh deluxe version came out today the standard version comes out on friday uh baldur's gate 3 finally coming to pc and google stadia uh today or actually, might be later this week. And then uh, Fall Guys Season 2 starts on Thursday, which new costumes and courses alike. So if you've been, if you're a lapsed Fall Guys player, as I am, uh, I literally did not play it much after that first month, uh, you can check out the new season, which I probably will. What else you can check out? YouTube.com slash pixels. You can go there. You can subscribe. You can see uh, Terrence's lovely background. Um, he, uh, he had that background for a, uh, a movie that we did, uh, a review on. Oh <laughs> yeah. We review other movies as well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, on black on black cinema, uh, coming distractions you know, we were supposed to review new movies. Yeah. But, well, they just, they just bumped <laughs> James Bond into fucking 2021. So yeah. Yeah. And, and they just bumped theaters off the planet. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, you can subscribe to the nerd apocalypse podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to these podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can get the weekly preview episode of, uh, look forward. Uh, you can go to densepixels.com slash premium and for $5 a month, $50 a year, you get access to the premium slate of podcasts, including the airing of grievances. I'm told that Jay is, uh, going to come off of his high horse and indulge you people with a new episode of airing of grievances. Once we record it tomorrow, uh, the men with the golden tongues, uh, our spy movie podcast, upstage conversation and, uh, no time to bleed. Now look. Uh, we're going to do something a little different. Uh, I don't think he posted the new No Time for Bleed movie yet. Uh, and uh, this is the background that Terrence has for it. Mm. And uh, so you have to go to, you have to go to youtube.com slash dense pixels right. to see the background. Now, we're going to play a game with Brad. Brad. I wish you'd warn me. I'd have had a soundboard set up so that we could have played like the, the Jeopardy theme in the background. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to give you all right an actor. Okay, in this movie, can I can I make it? Because I've been, so now that you said it's no time to bleed. Yes. Um, I want to make one guess before you give me a hint. Okay. Law abiding citizen. Shut the fuck up, yes! dude! What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> yeah. How? Fuck How? yeah. That's bullshit. You knew, yes. you knew. Get out of here, yo. Yes. Get out of here, yo. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? No one told me. I Like I said, as soon as he said no time to bleed, and he's like, Terrence's background is related. I was like, Terrence is in a tiny jail cell. <laughs> what action movie has a pr- prominent, is where a tiny jail cell prominent? I was like, Law Abiding Citizen has a prominent tiny jail cell. Who is the actor that you were going to give me? I was gonna, gonna fuck go. you up. I was gonna be like, oh yeah, Doug Stamper. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say Viola Davis. Okay. I was gonna say Regina Hall. Bruce McGill. I was gonna say Leslie Bibb. I was gonna say everybody except for Gerard Butler and, and Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. Right. If you said Bruce God. McGill, if you if you said Bruce McGill, I would have gotten it first first guess. <laughs> I would have gotten it first guess. Rest in power, Bruce McGill. He you died, he died like two years at, ago. At, God, so. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> I don't know how you did that shit, but you you you, you use your shifty white man power to figure something out. Man. 
That's why white people are 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 as advanced speak, as they speak, are. Speak, speak for yourself, overly bright key light over there. Tell me, tell me. <laughs> <I'm sure> <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the new I'm episode of Notes on Fan of that movie, then. I I did enjoy it the first time I watched it in theaters, despite its utter ridiculousness. It is it is one of the most <laughs> ridiculous movies on the planet, which makes it a perfect candidate uh, for No Time to Bleed. Uh, it was it was a very good episode, in my opinion, and uh, <laughs> that will be uh, up in the premium feed. No, what else is up in the premium feed? The full episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Now look. I just finished it like 30 minutes ago. I have uh, an hour left. and uh, Oh, you're just, I, getting, you're just getting you're just getting to the, I'm the just main getting event. I'm to the good so. <laughs> part. I'm just getting to the part that they can't talk about uh, in uh, on the free episode. Um so I, I don't know if you all realize, but the Snollyguster in chief <laughs> correct contracted coronavirus, and uh, the these three left wing degenerates <laughs> are sure to have a little bit of uh, commentary at its expense. And I can't wait to finish listening to it. So go to note, uh, go to, go to com slash print. Uh, speaking of things that I cannot wait uh, for, uh, the news came this week that, uh, cyberpunk 2077 went gold like two weeks. Say again. Isn't that coming out in like two weeks? Eh, it's like six weeks away. Keep oh, it's November. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know what month it is, but it is, it is gone gold. Uh, for those that are unaware, Gone Gold is video game parlance for the final code has been uh, finished and is now being sent off to production. Of course, this being the modern video game industry, uh, the work is not done. Uh, there will be continued work in between now and the game's release, which will probably be updated in a day one patch for the game. Uh, but the rather unfortunate news is that uh, CD Projekt Red uh, reportedly, according to Bloomberg News, uh, are requiring employees to endure crunch uh, from now up until the time the game releases. Uh, as far as crunch periods go, this doesn't seem like the worst we've ever seen. You know, worst being relative, of course. Uh, basically, they're having them work Saturdays uh, from now up until the game's release. Uh, of course, CD Projekt Red notably promised that its employees would not have to crunch to finish Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, but of course, like with any modern video game, once you announce a release date, unless you just want to keep pushing it back into perpetuity, you're going to run up against a deadline at, at fucking some point. And so this is, of course, inevitable. Um, which is interesting because they have the ability to release patches, which everyone fucking does now. To fix correct. bugs and all the other bullshit that they get. Every game comes out broken. Every game. I don't give a fuck what game it is. I'm playing fucking, um, what is that? The Ghost of Tsushima. They released patches to improve stability for that game. And that game is damn near perfect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like, it just happens. So I don't know why, to have, why do they, they, they do this whole crunch bullshit. Like, I know we, we're impatient when it, as far as um, gamers are concerned. But, mm -hmm. like, yo, it comes out when it comes out. Well, here's, here's the thing that's interesting. So normally you're up against a publisher mandated release date but they but cd project red publishes their own right? games yeah they they, right. they so self-publish their stuff um i get they've delayed this game a couple of times um i don't think they wanted to delay it again plus you know you, then you risk again missing earnings forecasts and right and everything else um i don't know how you fix this situation i truly don't because one of two things has to happen either the industry is accepting of crunch, which I don't think is the right solution. Um, or you just don't have release dates for games anymore. <laughs> and then, then, and you know, put, put a release time. date when you know you will have enough time. But, but the problem is as soon as you set that deadline, now yeah. you have a hard date and you right. never know what's going to happen between now and when that date is going to be. And you can't even really blame COVID with, with the situation of cyberpunk because that got pushed out before. Right. You know, I mean, technically you still kind of can. Sure. Cause it got pushed out, but then this should happen. So like, you know, they might be working remotely. Um, mm -hmm. 
and things like that. But still, again, you know, everyone is going to pick the game up regardless of when the fuck it comes out. Everyone mm-hmm. is super hyped. If you say, I'm sorry, we got to push it back to January, people are going to be mad for that week. But if it comes out in January, they're still going to pick it up. It's true. It just, just doesn't make it. I, I don't get it. I mean, outside of like the earning statements and all that other bullshit. Yeah. But it's their own fucking game. Right. Like, it's them. They don't have a publisher to fucking deal with. They deal with themselves. So, I don't know. That's just silly to me. Yeah, this is... uh this particular situation is just kind of a little baffling, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, the whole crunch thing. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know what the solution is. Uh, you can't not give release dates. I mean, you could, but you, you, but, you, but you say like a to. month before, like when you know that game, like it's you done. When it when it goes gold, you you announce the release date. That's, yeah, that, that's what you yeah, do. That's you, what, you yeah. say yeah, when it, when it, you know when it, it'll be out in six weeks. From today. And you've already ironed out the bugs that you know of. But again, when you have all these companies that are publicly traded, that have investors that they have to answer to and that have forecasts that they have to generate, you can't – that's not a realistic way to operate. It just isn't. Right. So – and honestly, if you don't give people deadlines, like shit don't get done. <laughs> <laughs> like I've worked in go- I've worked in government for the majority of my career. And if you don't give people deadlines, yo, if you don't give people deadlines, yo, like they will just they will just they and I'm not saying that this is what these people are doing, right? I'm just saying people people need a goal to hit. People need a, a finish line to cross. It, it's something psychological about it. And um yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't. I'm know. not saying not have deadlines, but like, yeah, like I, I see what you're saying. Make it a reasonable deadline, mm-hmm. knowing the kind of game that's being made, knowing the amount of money it's going to cost, knowing the resources you need. You gotta, you gotta give us a reasonable date so we don't have to fucking kill ourselves in the last three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, production. That's just like at this point, we're 45 years into the fucking video game development, and things mm-hmm. change all the time. But like, come on, you know, at this point. You know how long a, a, a AAA game is going to take to develop, and what you want, and with your vision, the director's vision, you know what you have to do, and you know how long it's going to take. Stop fucking, re- stop p- putting game um, releases out a year before it actually comes out. Or pay people, like pay people, like a like a legit like. You know, my dad used to work overtime all the time. He got paid time and a half. They stopped that shit. According to according to CD Project Red, um, the folks are gonna be compensated for additional hours that they work. Um they also talked about how apparently they they profit share with their employees. They take ten percent of the profits and, and spread it across the team um every year. So that's that's good. Not bad. Cons- I, I don't I wouldn't imagine most developers do that. Um, I would, again, I don't know the intricacies of the game development industry, but I would imagine that, uh, outside of like, you know, royalty bonuses and stuff like that, that there's not a whole lot of additional income coming in. Um, it just sucks. It doesn't do that fucking gearbox. <laughs> right. You're right. <laughs> um, CEO that just takes the money for his fucking self. I do need people and to also magic wands or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I do need people to also kind of get off their high horse about this. Like if you're going to be, if you're going to be that fucking put out by this news, then don't buy, like put your money where your mouth is. Don't buy the game. Don't buy that game. You can't, you can't, you can't get obstinate (laughs) about it and then give them six and then give them $60. Like that doesn't, that doesn't work that way. Right. Get out of here, man. So, (laughs) but that's like I said, it sucks. Um, I'm sure that the people working there, are not thrilled about it, but again, it's it seems like a problem that is that can only be improved, but not solved in the way that the video game industry is currently currently set up. And, that, and that's a fucking shame <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Right, video game industry is just the worst. It's not the worst, <laughs> but it is not. But is is it truly any different than any other media nah, industry? Really. Is, you know what I mean? Not worker friendly at all. Do you not see the, the same thing in film, especially in like, you know, animated film, CG generated, you know, CG generated yeah. projects, stuff like that. So, yeah. You know what else sucks? The fans of the video game. In <laughs> it's weird, man. I don't again, 
been playing games for fucking almost 40 years. I don't. Is it the younger fans or is it just like. Because it's kind of like Star Wars fans. Everybody. Like Star Wars fans are garbage, right? But they're in their like 50s. <laughs> right? Like they're old. Terrence, they're it could be that people just obnoxious. like having things to be miserable about. I mean, <laughs> and, I guess. And they I'm, have, I'm and it has to be things that they, lo- that they love because that's where their passions lie. And they're just some people that just can't fucking let shit roll off their shoulders, just, I guess. Okay. I mean, fan is short for fanatic. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's like, and those people, nah, yo, it's like that movie with Wesley Snipes and uh, and Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro was a huge fan of Wesley Snipes. Oh, <laughs> he wrote a dumb movie. And he started stalking him and shit. Right, I remember that movie. You saw a baseball player. Yeah, he was a baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fan. These people are these people are crazy, man. You're crazy. Let 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 this new Peter Parker just be Peter Parker, yo. Oh, and the uh, the Spider Man, yeah. Trans- yeah, transitions nicely into our next story. Yeah, um, Miles Morales. Know, there's, there's a clear reason why why they did that. They chose the particular actor, but go ahead. Yes, so Miles Morales, uh, not the only character getting a glow up in the uh, PS5 version <laughs> of of Spider Man. Uh, they have redone uh, Peter Parker's face. In the game, uh, according to Insomniac, this was done uh, because they needed a better match for the facial capture that was done by voice actor Yuri Lowenthal, who plays the voice of Peter Parker in Spider-Man. No, no, that's not why they did it. Uh, he also, this, this dude also <laughs> happens to look like Tom Holland. Exactly. So <laughs> that's exactly why they did it. He looks just like Tom Holland. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I oh, know, he looks yeah. like Yuri Lowenthal. <laughs> like, no one even knows that nigga looks the fuck like. <laughs> like Half of Yuri Lowenthal's face on his Twitter profile is covered up. Nobody knows what his jaw bones and all that look like. Get out of here. You do know what Tom Holland looked like, and that's what you were trying to do. So I thought I couldn't get a gauge on the reaction to this because it felt like a lot of people were cool with it, and a lot of people were very upset about it. Yeah, a lot of people are. Like Yuri Lowenthal is 50. <laughs> yeah, that 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 kid looks fifty in that in that uh, trailer. <laughs> sure, <laughs> fifty minus thirty five. What the fuck? It looks like people, a child. People, uh, that's my that was my thing when I initially saw it. It was like jarring because like this character, this particular Peter Parker, is supposed to be eight years into his. Spider-Man career. Mm-hmm. And he looks like a if, fucking kid. Right. If he got bit, he looks like he got bit eight days ago. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it is what it is. Like I understand. Like they picked a guy that looks like Tom Holland. Like I get it. I, I really do. And I'll get used to it. But the people who are really mad are like, you know, justice for such and such actor. I can't remember his name and. Oh my! It's and, not like he didn't get fucking paid for the job that he did. Like what the right? Fuck? Like like yeah. I mean, half of those people aren't buying this thing anyway, right? And <laughs> if you are such a fan, like you have it, you you have yeah. it. You can, you can see, you can see. Yeah, they're not changing. They're not changing. They're not no, changing the PS4 the version. Ray tracing. <laughs> but in the same, and again, I don't. I don't have. I don't have a dog in this fight. Um, this is not as egregious as when they, you know, debuted the new look for Cole in Infamous Two, in EGM, yeah. and then <laughs> and then the, and then the internet lost their fucking minds because it's like, hold, like they look nothing like him. Like at least this is in the ballpark. At least this dude <laughs> looks like Peter Parker. At least he looks like a Spider Man that most <laughs> right, people right. have seen. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I I get why people get upset about this stuff, but uh, but to the point where you're uh, you know harassing the the developers, like again, is that what they yeah, doing? Yeah, the, the, oh, the developers came that. out. The developers came out. The creative director came out, and he was like, "Look, I know some of you guys like don't like change, but like, come on, man, like we trying we trying to do something here, and and we don't appreciate you know." I, I can't remember if he got death threats, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, like people, 
people, they're just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, but hey, at least you're at least the extra twenty dollars that you'll have to pay to to get this version of Spider Man on your PS Five is not is not in vain. Like they're working on the game, they're doing stuff. Yeah, so, man. Yeah, just uh, I, mean, I saw the I saw the video of it running. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah. It does. Yeah, but um, I have to. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Uh, yeah, I was I was pricing them, so you know what that man. <laughs> Next month. <laughs> Next next month, nigga. Next week. <laughs> this is a three paycheck month, bro. <laughs> speaking of things, uh, speaking of things that gotta piss. have that motherfucker mounted. Uh, <laughs> well, they're really small compared to the TV you probably have, or they're really they're like they're way lighter. Yeah, that's what I. That's all I need. I needed to just be lighter. But uh, anyway, so speaking of things that really piss people off for irrational reasons, um, Nintendo reveal the newest fighter that's coming to super smash brothers ultimate uh and it's steve from minecraft who the fuck is steve he's the main (laughs) minecraft man terrence he's the dude that's on the cover of minecraft why the fuck is his name steve because his name is steve i guess i don't know much about minecraft so people lost their fucking mind um about this for some reason. Like Nintendo fans were aghast as to why they'd possibly be adding Steve from Minecraft into Smash Brothers. And while, you know, most of us that listen to this podcast probably don't have any great affinity or affiliation with Minecraft, the game has sold 130 million copies in its life. There's a few people out there who are really into Minecraft that are probably very excited about this news. And in a game with, what are we up to, like, 75 characters at this point or, like, 80? Does Do all of them have to pass, like, like the gatekeeping test of Nintendo fans to be in Smash Brothers? Yeah, let me tell you something. You know why you got Terry Bogard in Smash? Because Steve was coming down the pike. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Sakurai had to go and be like, yo, Terry Bogard, like, this is why Terry Bogard is awesome, right? And he yeah, did he like loves a, that fucking, he he like a 30 minute fucking presentation. Right. And then That's when Steve came it. out, Steve came out, Sakurai was like, yeah. So this is happening. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I, I bet y'all wonder why we picked Steve. Mm hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like they said, you want you want Terry Bogard, you got to give us Steve, and uh, I get it. And like you said, Brad, Minecraft is you know it's one of the best selling video games uh, ever, ever. So you know, think what you want, man. But I you know don't act like you don't get it. You can not like it, but don't act like you don't get it. Like you said, this I really don't. Uh, you, you <laughs> I'm know. looking at the video. I I don't. I don't it it is what it is, and and look, you got four more characters coming in this DLC pass before the end of the year, or not, or not, not before the end of this year, before the end of next year. So, if if you have to put up with a Steve, just cross your fingers and pray that he's not like stupid OP if you're trying to play online against people. Um, but that's all you can really hope for with uh, with Steve. From Minecraft, there'll be a, a lot of other Minecraft characters in the game, as uh, like assist trophies and spirits and stuff like that. So, as as you do when you put a new character in, um, World Warcraft has been delayed. Uh, the newest expansion, Shadowlands, is not coming out October twenty second. It is, supposedly is coming out quote later this year, according to Blizzard. Um, not much else to say about that, but it's the year of delays. What do you? What else do you expect? Uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. It's getting remastered. Yeah, this was a fucking surprise. And it's coming. And it's getting crossplay. And it's coming out next month. Now this is the Need for Speed Hot Pursuit uh, that came out in 2010. Arguably my favorite Need for Speed game in the entire series. Uh, certainly the one that I played the most. Uh, that was back when me and Micah were competing on Autolog, going back and forth, trying to Jesus. trying to beat our times, <laughs> trying to trying to get that high score. Um, but yeah, so like I said, it's it's being remastered. It's coming out on Switch, PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Uh, it's being mo- made by the same folks 
uh, Stellar Entertainment that did the remaster of Burnout Paradise, which was also very good because um, I'd picked that up when it was like $5 and definitely got my money's worth out of that for sure. Um, I don't know if I want to pay $40 for this right away. I might wait till it goes on sale. What I did for uh, Saints Row the third. Yeah. I mean, it's an EA game. It will be on sale. So oh, yeah, that's, that's for, that's for fucking certain. Um, but yeah, what a, what a, what a pleasant surprise. Um, I was not expecting this and I'm pretty happy about it. The, the, we've talked about this on the show. Uh, Terrence, I can't remember if you do or not, but I know Mike and I liked the need for speed series a lot, but the, you know, the last six years of need for speed games that have come out have been a little lackluster. When I played Need for Speed on on 360 and uh, all that, when they were good, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they just became just nonsense. Um, Need for Speed Heat sucks, man. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> which one is that? I don't even the, know which the one most, that the is. Most recent one. One, the most recent one. Oh, in the one in Miami? Miami. Yeah, oh. the one in, in fake Miami. Where you where you where you race legally during the day and commit all this fucking carnage and then you race illegally at night. Like, all right, just shut up, you know. Like, I just want to play cops and robbers, you know. Or cops and racers, I guess. Well now you oh, can. robbers, robbers. They stole them cars. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play cops and robbers, you know. Well now you can. Congratulations. With- like I used to play Need for Speed and then when Midnight Club came out, it was a rap. Midnight Club is even better. Like- Midnight Club was amazing. Yeah. Midnight Club had power ups. Midnight Club. <laughs> I must have played the wrong one because I LA. tried. I remember I tried Midnight Club LA or uh yeah, I tried Midnight Club LA and I did not enjoy like that, that at that's all. That's my no. favorite one. That's the best one. No, I start I, I, I remember it was it was one of the first um PlayStation PlayStation Plus free trial games that came mm-hmm. out where you could download the game and play it for two hours essentially for free. And yeah, I just did not uh I was not feeling that one. Mm. So was a throwback way back in the day. Um, Ghost of Shishima is getting new content October 16th. Uh, it's called Legends, which is going to be a new multiplayer mode, a cooperative multiplayer mode uh, that's coming to the game. And it's getting a new game plus mode. So, Micah, get ready to dust off Ghost of Shishima again to go through with new game plus. And uh, uh-huh. co-op. Yeah. yeah. And a raid, a four-player raid mode. And a horde mode. Like, that's amazing. And it's free. And it's all free. And it's, 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 there's new charms and shit, new uh, gear, new gear dies. Uh, loadouts? And, and, and the, yeah, loadouts that you can. And the <laughs> charms actually add like visual flair. Like the uh, one charm, like if you pause it at one point, one charm uh, has, gives the ability for what is that strike? Uh, Heavenly Strike to uh, cause a lightning strike and hit another fucking enemy. Like all for free, all for fucking free. That's awesome. I want to know what the fuck a raid in Ghost of Tsushima looks like. (laughs) I don't know how the fuck that works. See, Uh, this is what this what this is what you get, guys, when you get when you pay sixty dollars for video games instead of paying ten dollars for a monthly subscription. (laughs) Just saying. And each each uh, (laughs) character, or for four players, each character has a. They're different types of characters, like. Uh, just head on like tanks and um, range characters. I think that Ronin is a range character. No, Ronin is support. I forgot. Whatever. The hunter is the range character. Yeah, hunter. I think the samurai is like your standard. You know, yeah, your standard class. Um. Yeah. Uh, look, Ronin is a support character. He can summon two fucking ghost dogs. Because why the fuck mm-hmm. not? There's a there's a Forrest Whitaker joke in there somewhere. I just haven't thought of it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie, that fucking movie. So, uh, speaking of Japan, our last story: a monumental decision has been made, and finally, the Japanese are being brought to the land of common sense when it comes to PlayStation for the first time ever. The PlayStation hardware will be forcing Japanese players to use the cross button as the confirmation button and the circle button to cancel, just like we've been doing in the West for the last 25 years. Our long worldwide nightmare has finally come to an end. Boy, if they were American, they'd be flipping out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
So for those that did not know, even though that X has been the confirm button on PlayStation in America forever, uh, in Japan, they've been doing it the other way around. Uh, they've been doing it, as I like to say, Nintendo style, uh, where the confirm button is on the far right and the cancel button is on the bottom. But no longer, because now starting with the PS5, it is a unified system worldwide. Funnily enough, though, PS5 games that are made in Japan are still going to use the circle is the confirm button layout, therefore confusing all Japanese gamers <laughs> to know <laughs> it. going to be all kinds of fucked up. Like, I have <laughs> to so imagine weird. it's like, I have to imagine it's like writing with your opposite hand, yes. right? <laughs> like, cause I, 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 cause I, I, I'm playing Hades and I'm like, I, I have so much muscle memory when it turn in terms of like pressing the, the three button to confirm and, and, and I'm backing out and shit. Like I accidentally bought uh, uh, something that I didn't want to buy because I thought I was backing out and, and and by pressing the four, and no, I was pressing, I was I was acknowledging it. So I was like, God damn it, I didn't want this shit. So yeah, <laughs> like that that fucks me up when certain games use different buttons for attack. Yeah, like if like some games use like tr- uh, triangle for attack, I'm like no, square is supposed to be like attack. Oh, it's been right. it's Not been triangle. doing it for me going between Hades. It'll be going between like the, the triggers. Some some games use the fucking triggers to attack. I'm like, yo, this is weird. Going between Hades and King's Vomalor is fucking me up right now because Hades uses what would be the equivalent of the cross button as your dodge, but in King's Vomalor they use circle. Yeah, circle. Right? Yeah, and and if I if I play one <laughs> after the other, I'm fucking doing you know jumping going in King's like Vomalor when I'm trying to get out of the fucking way of something. It's insane. it's crazy. So. But yeah, so prepare for a lot of Japanese gamers to get really upset when they go to uh, confirm things and just cancel out of them constantly on their PS5s. <laughs> uh, you know, we have a network and and uh, we do these reads, but I, I like to think that this show in particular, because Jay, you know, while he is a while he is the mastermind that kind of does all this like all he really does is just like press a button right like and just to just to kind of put it in the feed right like we are the talent right we are the ones who who are slaying the dragon and we are the ones who are for the people and last week when i when i flubbed the ad read uh i got a comment on that saying from e-man requesting uh, that the ad read be in a different language. Now, I don't know how this is going to turn out, E-Man. Uh, I'm relying on Google Translate to help me out. But E-Man, this is for you. www.sixsikanongapixel.com slash Amazon When you go to Oh my god. <laughs> for all of your Amazon purchases, you not only help the show, uh you excuse me, you not only uh uh help the show, you don't pay anything extra. It is literally the easiest way to support your favorite podcast. That's that's <laughs> www.seeksiknamigglepixel.com slash Amazon. I can't believe you just made Mike uh, try to actually pronounce something in a foreign language. <laughs> right. You just had me butcher that man's language, man. You just had me butcher that man's language. Look, you should have learned it. <laughs> so yes, you too should go to, to densepixels.com slash Amazon. I, nobody else do that, by the way. Uh, we're, I'm not taking requests anymore. <laughs> okay, he did it, and he was the first. That's why he got it. Uh, nobody else do that. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Thank you very much. There you go. Uh, we have no top stories this week. It was actually a rather slow week in humongous news. Uh, so we go right to the dense pixels post office. Micah, take it away. Trey says, is it wrong to wish Telltale Studio was still around so I could get a Lovecraft Country game? Uh, no, it's not wrong. Uh, that would Actually, that would be a really good property to adapt in that style. Um, yeah. Okay. I haven't watched the, I haven't watched the latest episode yet. But, good. Uh, another, but I, uh, another good one. 
I I hear it is very good. And, I think uh, I'll wait till it's done so I can just binge it because I usually like the Lovecraft universe stuff, which stinks because he's because he sucks. But you know, oh yeah, all the way. The content's right. good. So <laughs> I mean, that, that's a big game in that show. So yeah. yeah but. Well, he he was a massive racist, Terrence, and it, and it, and it showed oh, no, in, it showed in a, his writing. So. Yeah, what, was, what was what was the name of his cat? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say. I, I, I believe it was Nigger Man. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry. That shit's funny. It's fucked up, but it's hilarious to me. It is. Oh shit. Uh, Leonardo says, has Brad had a chance to play yet another 10 out of 10 Star Wars game in Star Wars Squadrons? It's phenomenal. To, uh, to, to borrow a phrase that you might hear in the air, he says, you know what? I, I don't see it happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, Terrence agreed with you. If you have if VR. You have VR right? yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're playing it on just a regular screen, you wasted your money. That's a pretty big caveat, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a huge caveat. Like I, said, I wouldn't have bought it if I didn't have VR. Fuck. No. I look like planets on a normal screen. Uh, Gustavo says, now that everyone on Dense Pixels has a Premier League team, what places would your team finish at at the end of the season? If you guess correctly, I'll give you $50 <laughs> at the end of the season. No helping the other hosts, Brad. Uh, what team would you assign Jay and Andy? Uh, so since I'm the since my team is the Yankees of of that team. So of, just, of so just League? just for so just for context, the only help I will give you is that there are 20 teams in the Premier League. 20 teams. Yes, but you can't look at current standings. Even though I mean it's only oh. four matches into the season, but you can't look at current standings to see how they're doing so far. Damn it! You two are gonna have me actually rooting for Chelsea to 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 uh, to win this thing. When is the season? Like what? From what to what? Oh, it, it's it's over in like May, so we have a long way to go. Oh, we got a long way to go before yeah, I get so there. You're, 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 you're gonna have to keep the receipt in your back pocket. So, all right. Well, look, I'm saying out of twenty, like mm-hmm. it's it's straight up out of twenty. Yeah. Um. Seven. Okay, you guessed low, but that's but that's fine. Uh, Terrence, where will let where will your your club, Leicester City, finish in the Premier League table? What? <laughs> Just pick, pick, <laughs> pick a pick a number between one and twenty. Five, five. There you go. That that was a good guess, Terrence. Uh, you you have a you have a real shot at winning this fifty dollars uh, from Gustavo. <laughs> um, <laughs> as far as as far as Jay and Andy goes, what Premier League teams would Jay and Andy support? Well, when I think of when I think of Andy, the first thing that pops to mind, of course, is his red hair and beard. Uh, Andy is a red, therefore Andy roots for Liverpool Football Club. Um, that, that that's a pretty easy one. Now Jay is a more interesting and more interesting uh, person here because with Jay. We want to pick the bougiest team that exists in the Premier League. But Jay is like legit bougie. Like 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 Jay like Jay doesn't this fake nigga, it. This nigga posted about looking for a driver move for some fucking whatever food he it's was true. eating last night. I don't even know what the fuck that means. It's true. So like a dri- dry vermouth vermouth is is an additive to a martini. Oh my god. Yeah. Um <sighs> This, it, this is this is a tough <laughs> one for Jay. Um, Jay's also the boss, so I, I would I would imagine that Jay's you know a top of the table team, and uh, and he drives a Tesla, so so Jay's got a little bit of money that he likes to spend on the finer things. Uh, Jay is Manchester City in in our in our Premier League table, so that's that's Jay's club is Man City. All right. Uh, Malcolm says, imagine waking up to this. I uh, hope you're doing well after the heinous attack by the fiend, Brad. Uh, also, why doesn't the fiend ever attack black people? I mean, if he went for Big E, I wouldn't be mad. No, wait, I thought you, wait, huh? You don't like Big E anymore? Jesus Christ. The, no, he doesn't like Big E, I thought. I thought he didn't like any of the New Day. 
I thought he at least liked Big E. Maybe he doesn't like Big E because he is in the New Day. Like if he broke away from the New Day, then I think <laughs> I'm just looking at his picture. <laughs> I just I just saw it. Um, then maybe he would like it. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I know he's a Bobby Lashley guy, and I know Bobby Lashley's a Trump guy. So, <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I, I, look there. Look, Google oh, oh. Bobby Lashley and Trump. Oh, they had that whole. Uh, uh, just Google Bobby right. Lashley and Trump. That's all I need to see. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know what? He sounds like he votes for Trump. <laughs> yeah, and Trump sounds looks like he would vote, he would pick Bobby Lashley out of everybody on that roster. Give me the biggest, blackest, <laughs> baldest guy to beat that other guy. Didn't didn't Trump once just refer to him as as the big quote big beautiful black Bobby Lashley? <laughs> is that, yeah, is that isn't that a phrase that was uttered on WWE television by him? Probably, yeah, yeah, because because he sees color. And look, I ain't mad at you. I see color too. I see I see orange and 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 white all in your face. And uh, yeah, literally, literally the color of my wall is his is his face. <laughs> <laughs> if I lied, I'm dying. Johnny says, "What the hell is going on with Boogie?" Uh, I, uh, I, I, is this dude, uh, a fighting game community person? No, Boogie, uh, Boogie's the, the, the larger gentleman who got famous, who who got famous for playing that really obnoxious, like whiny, like internet character guy in videos. Uh, I, I don't, I don't get on the internet. Okay. It's, it's, you've, uh, you've seen him before. I, I know you have. Um, uh, yeah, he's Star he, Wars kid. I, I like that. That's a, that's a, like a, like a character he put oh uh, francis yeah the, francis the there you go yes that he created what is going on in this from peewee's playhouse that francis no. that's the only francis i know that francis and francis underwood those are the only two francis that, he's, that i that i know i don't know who the dude in the front is though is the thing that's uh that's a low-tier god so, yeah isn't he an asshole yeah he's a dick yeah, yeah, I knew I saw that face before. I'm like, uh, I don't like the cut of that guy's jib. He plays Street Fighter, um, and he's a real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like he's an asshole. Um, I don't know what's going on in this picture. What the fuck's happening? Why does he have a gun? Well, I mean, the, the picture also looks shopped. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah. So like, oh, I, so who did? Again, we need more context, Johnny. Like we have, we haven't seen this picture, so we don't know. We don't. We need. We need the story behind it so that we can so that we can weigh in properly. Like Boogie, did Boogie <laughs> shop himself into the picture? What's going on? I'm sorry. Johnny's next statement. So WWE just made Ali, a former Chicago police officer and openly practicing Muslim, into the leader of the terrorist anarchist group. Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Red- Retribution. Retribution. Yes. Never change, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> they're, finally, they're finally giving Ali the rub. Oh shit! Yeah, and they fight. Yeah, they. Mm. I, I don't be surprised if he gets his Mustafa back. <laughs> you gotta really, you gotta really lean into it now. Jesus, uh, Anthony says uh, Hades is a very, very, very fun game. Uh, tips for late gameplay, fave strategy uh, for your preferred weapon. Uh, man, you should have heard us before we started recording. Yeah, uh, I was lamenting to Brad about how. How I, I finally made it to Hades, and then he just uh, he he and I and I got him down, and he kneeled down and was like, "Yo, I'm really disappointed in you." And then got all his health back, and just decided to to beat the crap out of me, to uh, to hit me with Blackie, and send me right back to my room. Um, but he is uh, so. Uh, t- I mean, I, I prefer the shield or the spear. Um. I, I prefer boons from the. I made it to Hades for the first time today, and I had um, I had um, the boon from Athena where you are where you deflect while you're dashing. I had a boon from uh, Hermes where you are sturdy uh, as you come out of your dash and you are uh, and you and you move a little faster. I had uh, a bunch of crit stuff from. Uh, Artemis, and um, they they threw a um, they threw an Aphrodite thing in there for me, which really I don't really think helped. But I had weak on a couple of my attacks. 
I didn't have a call. Um, and, uh, but that was the, the build and I had 325 health. That's the build that I had that, uh, got me the furthest in the game so far. Um, got a couple tips that I can offer. Um, if you're using a multi hit weapon. So like the, the rail or the fists, um, looking for Artemis spoons is generally a pretty good idea. Cause anything that gives you crit damage, you want to just, you know, lay in as many hits as you possibly can. Um, with the mirror, uh, start really upgrading the yellow side of the mirror. Once you unlock it from the contractor, because a lot of those talents are much more useful for late game play, uh, than the purple ones generally are. Uh, you can trade, your ambrosias for Titan blood. I would keep one or two on hand until you start needing ambrosia much later in the game. Um, but Titan blood is much more useful than ambrosia uh, early on. Just, so you can start unlocking and powering up the different aspects uh, of your weapons. Uh, and the, the, the spear head that Patrocles gives you is really good for later levels, especially in the boss fights against Theseus and the Minotaur and Hades. Cause uh, being able to shrug off multi hits, uh, is pretty fucking great when you're trying to stay alive uh, and and shrug off every damage that you can. So those are those are a couple of my Hades tips uh, if you've gotten a little bit deeper into the game so far. Stuart says, do you replay single player stories that often? And if so, what was the last one you repeated? Uh, Spider Man. Uh, I, I completed my fourth playthrough of that game, and um, God damn, <laughs> yeah, I, I really like it. And uh, and I'll I can't wait to play Tom Holland Spider Man. <laughs> it was the last single player game that I can't allow to play through twice. I mean, I'm technically playing through Saints Row the Third again mm-hmm. um, now, uh, but I think the one I played the most in the last like ten years was probably the first Tomb Raider remake. I played. <laughs> like five times <laughs> like i don't know i really enjoyed that game um but nothing super recent outside of um central third and probably goes of sushi when i finish oh that. yeah i'm playing on heart now so i think they're adding another difficulty or new i don't know if they're going to i know new game plus is coming i don't know if they're going to be a harder difficulty it should be if there is i will play it and see i'm the weird guy that finds it very difficult uh to go back through single player story games, especially ones that are longer than like 20 hours, because part of what hooks me is the twists and turns. And when I already know it's going to happen, that takes away some of the enjoyment of the game. So, um, yeah, it's tough. Like I'm trying to think of the last one that I went through as well and not much from this generation. I can tell you the next one that I'm going to go through once they eventually release the mass effect, uh, trilogy remaster, definitely going to do that again. Um, but yeah, as far as replaying single player games, it's not ha- not something that happens very often for me unless it's like an SNES era. I mean, you're yeah. going through Kingdom of, Kingdoms of Amalur. Yeah, but I didn't beat that the first time. Oh, you never finished? It? No, I got. I remember oh, that the, the 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 story behind that one is I got two thirds of the way through, and then Mass Effect Three came out, and that <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I finished that game. Yeah, I think I finished it twice. No, nah, I never beat it. I got I got to the uh, uh, I got I got across the sea to the uh, to the eastern continent, and that's where I left. So hmm. after you fight the giant fucking. Uh, giant fucking troll monster thing that's like as big as a building all right and lastly cam says what do you guys think of the new ryan reynolds movie free guy uh it seems like a really clever take on a video game movie concept and while i know that other lesser show featuring jay will cover it this week uh who knows with him uh i would much rather hear uh the takes from the well-informed video game loving people that you all are rather than some filthy casual like Jay. Uh, I agree with everything in that statement. Um, <laughs> I think it's a cool idea to like a video game movie from an NPC's perspective. And, um, and isn't, isn't that like what RPGs are all about, right? Like some nobody who ends up being the luminary or whatever to save the world. Uh, I think it's an interesting concept. I don't think it will be good, mm-hmm. but um, and I'm not like super excited to see it. But I would watch it if I didn't have to like, like 
I like there's no point there was no part of me that contemplated even thinking about going to see this movie in like a theater. Whereas with the James Bond one, yeah, my wife were like, Wanna roll them dice? <laughs> and then we looked at us and then we looked at our son and we were like, nah, we, we can't we can't roll them dice. We can just be patient. But um but yeah, because we used to we used to go to movies all the time, man. That used to be our thing. But uh I uh I heard about this movie for the first time uh two minutes ago and reading the, <laughs> reading reading the uh reading the content description on uh on Wikipedia. Um I I don't have high hopes for such a film. <laughs> Damn, you didn't see the trailer when it came out. Like no, I did not. Ago? I did not. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I uh, look, I, I'm too old. Like they got all these fucking these these references to like Fortnite and shit in now. Like I'm already over it. <laughs> um, I just don't care. It, it's a cool concept, like Micah said, but I, I like the way in which it's it, in which they're going about it is not for me. So I'll leave that to the children. It's fine. And uh, just wait, just just wait, because I think that the female lead in the film mm-hmm. is supposed to be the hero of the game. But oh, okay. But like, it's a Ryan Reynolds movie, so he's going to end up being the hero of the game uh, of the movie. Like, she's the hero of the game. He's the hero of the movie. The <laughs> thing that you're coming to see. So I'm just waiting for all of that commentary to to uh, to surround this movie. But um, hey, that's Judy Comer. Oh shit. Uh, Villanelle from Killing Eve. She is uh, she is the female lead. I did not know that. Cool. Well, thank you guys for posting your questions. Uh, you can do the same if you go to densepixels.com slash fans uh, to ask us questions that we will answer on the show. Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, don't forget, Carrie is currently taking donations for Extra Life. Uh, she's posting a link to her campaign usually once a week in the dense pixels fan group. So again, densepixels.com slash fans, and you can donate to that. I think she's very close to her goal uh, at last check. So definitely give that a look if you can uh, make sure you subscribe to the show, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash pixels, ring the bell icon. You'll be notified whenever we post a new episode and you can follow us on Twitch as well. Uh, Terrence's apparition 410. Carrie is up. It's Carrie. She's doing Monster Hunter Mondays. I am Dense Pixels Brad. Uh, I've been streaming Hades. And like I said, I'll stream a little bit of Super Mario Bros. 35 so I can, again, decide whether or not this is a game that I truly like or not because I'm still in the dark <laughs> as far as that goes after an hour and a half of playing it. Uh, so that is it for this week. Thanks again for watching and listening. We will see you all the next time. See you. Thank you.